Mon nom, c'est Valérie Butters, puis j'habite à Pemberton, Columbia. B... Ah! <laughs> That's an awesome start. My name is Valérie Butters, and I live in Pemberton, British Columbia. Mon nom, c'est Valérie Butters, et j'habite à Pemberton, Columbia, Britannique. When you check out my site, I have maps of where she lives, which is wine country, places she's lived for short spurts. Here's a bit of a disclaimer in this episode. A couple of swears are present and some of the content is adult only. Be prepared to laugh your butts off. We're a bit hard on her mom, but it's all in good fun. And guess what? You'll learn a little about me along the way. Enjoy the show. And we'll talk to you soon. Also note, because this show was recorded in August of last year, there's been a wealth of changes in life since then, as you know, for all of us. And we both have very old cats. Her, Mimi, is 20, and my Tig is 19 this year. And she also has Jimbo, who's featured on her Instagram. So enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about eating, reading, and creating. How these three things influence us every day and the people that make this happen. Isn't it you or me or our friends? How big is your studio? Uh, my studio is the rental suite in my house. I don't know if Alberta oh. is the same as BC, but BC has these uh, one or two bedroom apartments, usually on the ground floor of a, of a house, and they call them the mortgage helper. Mm-hmm. Because houses are so we've rented weird. those before. Yeah. So yeah, we've we come for the weekend and rented here. those. Oh, when we okay. Here we had tenants and. Uh, and then uh, my husband started this company. Um, and the company grew quite fast and my son was just a newborn and he was working from the dining room table, which is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. He's just so loud. He's just a loud human being. Your kid? My, my husband. Oh, your husband's loud. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like when he talks on the phone, it seems like the further away the time zone is, the louder <laughs> he is. And I don't really get that because it's like, they can hear you, Rob. Yeah. We can all hear you. So Everything's I picked good. him out of the house and I put him in the rental suite and his office grew from there. And then it got bigger and bigger and more deliveries were being made to the house. And my, my studio was in the garage and I couldn't handle all the people in my driveway and the delivery deliveries. And so I kicked him out of the, <laughs> I'm such a bitch, but I kicked him out of the, uh, I kicked him out of the rental suite because I, for me, it's like my home should have a pulse and I like the pulse to be the the right. Not like a, but when it starts going, I can't think anymore. Everybody out. And, uh, he found a great space in town 
and he's been there ever since. Um, oh. And then when he left, we were like, well, we should have renters again. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm just going to take it for my studio. So I took it for my studio and it worked fairly well for a while, uh, mm-hmm. but it was divided into a bunch of rooms. And then I was like, no, you know what? I need to walk, knock down walls and make a big wall. Yeah, I can kind of see like in some of your Instagram photos where the the framing is between the two rooms. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it kind of closed in a lot of the kitchen and, you know, it's just uh it's just uh not drywall, but it's uh, plywood. So it's, right. e- it's not it's not like a, an official wall or anything. So it's easy to take down if we have to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if anything and happens like, down there, we got to take out the flooring and everything because it's full of paint. But yeah, it's full of paint. Yeah, it's like you're t- totally you're full on <laughs> studio. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna worry about getting paint everywhere. To me, that's just so counterintuitive to painting. It's like you shouldn't well, be worried about dropping paint on the floor because then you're not thinking about your painting. Right. I know when I'm quilting and if I drop needles on the floor for whatever reason, my husband always steps on them. Always. Oh. <laughs> like every single time. And he's like, well, I am in your space. Like, Yeah, exactly. You know, shame on me, but I know Creativity I don't know why. Creativity is messy like business. Yeah, that's Sometimes right. Sometimes it's painful. <laughs> yeah. And every time you poke yourself with a pin or a needle, it hurts the same. It never, yeah. ever, ever gets easier. Yeah, yeah. Same with the hot glue gun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Just count to five and it's done. So I know you moved around a lot. Is there anybody that you miss the most? We'll just take it down a notch. Get a little Well, I miss sentimental. my parents a lot. But you do. we see each other a lot. You know, they're out here quite a bit. And... Um, <sighs> Uh, I fly out there a lot. Mm. Um, I guess I lived such a transitional life my whole life, you know, Mm. just moving around every one to three years that I don't think I ever got really that attached to anybody up until maybe my twenties, late teens. Like when you went to college? College was different Mm. I was on my own program um I worked hard I connected I really connected with a lot of my teachers and my mentors um not so much there's definitely some 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 people that I was in school with that I connected with you know it's funny I went to I went to uh when I first moved to Montreal and while I was putting myself through art school, I was a bartender at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, cool. On Preston Street. Yeah. In cool. And, yeah. Uh, the Hard Rock was kind of like that place that I lived in Greece at the Pink Palace where mm-hmm. I used to waitress and bartend at places in Ottawa, all over. And I'd always get fired. I was too loud <laughs> or just, you know, like I would offend, not offend people, but I just... I didn't, I didn't fit this, this mold of back to the filters. fine dining, you know, whereas the, the hard rock and the pink palace hired people like me on purpose because mm-hmm. they wanted people that had personality, shameless, had life. they didn't really care if they started singing sporadically. Um, that's what they, that's what they were looking for. So mm. 
uh, I'd say that the people that I met in Greece um, really touched my soul, and I'm still I'm still connected to them. Wow, that's neat. And that's uh, I was there 1999 to 2002, maybe or 1998 to two, something like that. Anyways, um, can you and, speak Greek? Oh. God, I thought I could speak Greek until I went to Athens, and apparently I speak some kind of like Greek Albanian throughout islands and Greece and all that. And he ended up there, and uh, and yeah, so it was just it was just a crazy, crazy place to work because, and you'll probably have to, well, no, actually I won't even say the name so you don't have to blurb it out, but it's it's a pretty well known um, Italian family. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, so we were, we were there and there was a whole bunch of us that were just from Australia, uh, Canada, a lot of Texans. Mm. Um, and it was like being on a different planet. <laughs> this, Amazing. Like That's... A whole, a whole different set of rules, a whole hmm. different, yeah. I worked for a lot of Greeks in my, in my life. For whatever reason, they always ran like restaurants and towns I lived in. And I always worked for Greeks and they, I loved them. Yeah. Like I always loved them and I worked for them and they always really liked me. And I'm pretty, I'm a pretty like jokey person. I'm always, you know, life of the party, having a great time. And they always liked that about me because I was kind of like off the cuff and worked hard and really had a good time. And they always said that I probably wouldn't really do well in Greece because I'm kind of like, I need a purpose. I need to know, like, is it yeah. coming? Is it going to be finished? Like I need some sort of timelines and no, you maybe you can verify that. That's that that won't work there. You'd right. So they always told yeah. me that they're like, Oh, Valerie, you'd yeah. never make it in Greece like ever. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Because you just like you just need an answer. <laughs> Greece is a, Greece is a work in progress, um, and and so and it's amazing because you know the, they're the ones who created like so much architecture and everything, and and just now it's 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 so it's a fascinating place for sure. But mm. I I I really know Corfu the best, but because Corfu was so close to Albania. Um, a lot of the Albanians would come and work on our resort also. So I was working with a lot of Albanians um, and the Albanians had been, I love Albanians. <laughs> I just have to say, I love them. They are hmm. the toughest people I have ever met. And they're just, they're so resilient. They're just, and they're really lovely people. Like they've, they've seen a different part of the world than we have and we got to spend so much time with them. And so anyways, that's what I was saying about like going to, so I went to Athens after being in Greece for, in Corfu for so long. Mm -hmm. And I'm like all confident about all this Greek that I know. And I'm speaking Greek <laughs> to these Greeks in Athens. Yes, yes. And they're uh -huh. looking at me like, you're, what are you, what are you speaking? And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking Greek. And they're like, it sounds more like Albanian. <laughs> like, Really? Oh, whoops. Interesting. Okay. But most of it's gone now. I mean, like I could come up with a few phrases, but they're mm. mostly gone. Mm. But I'm, so still, that would be I'm still in contact with a lot of these Albanians that I used to work with on, on Facebook. And it's well, so fun. It amazing, like having that 
social platform to connect to all of the, like, I mean, I think you and I are close to the same age. So to be able to have that connection with people from around the world that have the special place in your heart and be able to share these moments or whatever on Facebook is like pretty fantastic. And I love Facebook for that because I've just been to so many places, but it's so nice to, to, to see what these people are doing and how they live and right. And really how they, how they live because they're living differently than we are. Most even, do, even, don't in they? England, even in England, they live differently than mm-hmm. even I live differently than people in, in Ottawa. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty fascinating. So how, how I'm going to ask you a question. How did, yes. how, how, how were you named Valerie? <laughs> I am named after my mother's mom. She passed away when my mom was 16 years old during surgery. She went in for a routine surgery and never made it out. And my mom was 16 and she was the oldest of five siblings. Hmm. I have an older sister and my sister's name is Lisa. And my mom always wanted, she kind of regretted that she didn't name her Valerie mm-hmm. and then decided to name me Valerie who came along a couple years later. Hmm. But it's bittersweet. My mom and I aren't super close she's had a difficult time with her mom passing. It's kind of always been this big baggage thing that she's kind of carried with her her whole life. I feel bad for her about that. Mm -hmm. She never really kind of healed from her mom dying. And I think that her naming me Valerie has always kind of been a reflection of something she misses the most. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that's who I'm named after. But my family's kind of interesting. My dad's side, everybody is named after somebody. So my mm-hmm. auntie is Maureen Lisa, and my sister is Lisa Maureen, and my grandma's Maureen Jean, and I'm Valerie Jean. And so we're all like the cousins all have names from the uncles and stuff. So it's pretty neat. We're all yeah. kind of connected by our names. So yeah. I think a name is really important and I'm very proud of my name. Yeah. And I like I rarely, rarely come upon a Valerie. So I thought like running this podcast, I'm like, well, I have a platform to no, it's such a you know, idea. do I know, these weird I things. In my town, which is crazy. I train with one and I'm like, I, this never happens. Like that there's I know. two Valerie's in one room. Yeah, like what? Like if I met a Valerie, I'd be like, listen, you and I need to be friends. <laughs> but it's so funny because I went, I was on a job site recently and the superintendent there, his name is Blair. And I brought a worker with me and my worker's name was Blair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Blair, meet Blair. Ha ha ha. Thinking this is, you know, they're going to be kinship. <laughs> like I automatically thought that. And the, mm-hmm. and the, the superintendent says to me, I've only met one Blair and I never liked him. <laughs> I'm like, what? How can you just not like somebody? What? Yeah. And he didn't like Blair. And the Blair that I brought to do the the work at the site, he like miscalculated something. And the other Blair's like, see, I knew I wasn't going to like him. Wow. Really? Yeah. 
And I was like, already just decided. Like, yeah, he was like not into it at all. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like seriously, like maybe you guys even spell your name the same. Like, I don't know how you spell Blair, but Valerie's can be like, you know, funny. Yeah. No, he was not a fan at all. Like it was. I never even thought of it about like what it would be like to have a common name. I know. That's the thing. Like, like. These Blairs, like the one, like my worker Blair was like, oh, hey, like he thought it was kind of interesting, slightly, nothing Mm -hmm. like I find it very interesting. But yeah, the superintendent, he like shot that down like there was like, he was not interested. Mm -hmm. Wow, how can you be so cold? (laughs) Like, really? You're that passionate that you don't like Blairs? Yeah. That's so weird, weird, right? It's super weird. It is weird. It is weird. Like I said, when I started this class here in Pemberton, um, and it's a pretty intense spin circuit class, and okay, yeah. other Valerie showed up, and I was like, well, it's so fucking weird. Like, yeah, I've yeah. been in a room with another Valerie, let alone, like, we're working out and sweating In together. the same room. <laughs> yeah. And then Sorry, the, the trainer that we have is very animated, and she would do... Uh, again i'm probably gonna date myself but you remember the the show uh family ties yes yeah yeah so you're like, Mallory. Mallory. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So she would say her name like Mallory, and we both like like freak out like okay we need to do more push-ups or whatever and then so finally i look over at her and i'm like this is so weird i've never been in another room with another valerie and she goes yeah me neither it just hasn't happened in a long time and i'm like so were you named after the same you know, blurred and re porn star that I was because she's from Quebec too. And I was oh, like, I don't gosh. know. And I was like, well, you should ask your parents. There's a porn star named Valerie. It's not a porn star. Oh. It's, it's it's blurred and re, you know, like the soft porn. Mm. Remember, they used to have those mm-hmm. shows late at night. So a long time ago, my mom mentioned to me that that there was this French Canadian. I, I think she said French Canadian. Uh, porn star named Valérie and she thought she was so beautiful and my dad wanted to name me uh she but no correction my mom originally wanted to name me Lily Fleur and my dad being military was like there's no open way that how do you called Lily Fleur <laughs> so how do you say that in English <laughs> Lily Flower <laughs> So my dad, this what? military guy's like, oh, no hippy dippy shit here, no lily flower. Thank you very much. So funny. So my mom's like, well then, I will call her Valérie, and she t- <laughs> she she told me years ago that, so that that I was named after this really beautiful like French porn star. <laughs> But when I when I called her earlier today, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this like podcast about this woman who <laughs> who who's doing a podcast on Valerie's and and she's like, well, you should do a little bit of research about your name before you go on the podcast. And I'm like, well, is there anything you want to tell me? And she goes, I don't know. What do you want to know? And I said, well, like, what was I named after? And she goes, my grade four teacher. <laughs> She was really nice. I'm like, okay, mom, you're great for a teacher, eh? You're such a liar. <laughs> so I guess I just dreamed that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Now she's like, well, since you're going to be on air, I named you after <laughs> the local church. Yeah, I'm calling out my mom. Oh, that is 
so funny. So I'm going to have to look up that porn star and find out. I know. I've never actually Googled it either, but I should. I I, I already pictured like an (laughs) unnatural finish of all the parts. (laughs) Oh, that is so hilarious. So I'm going to have to put a disclaimer on my show. Um, By the way, there's like profanity and... Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm trying my best. Actually, I told my husband, I'm like, I need you to be home at a certain time. (laughs) And he's like, okay, why? I'm like, well, I'm... Why? Like, I'm doing... You, really need to, you need to be home at a certain time. I'm like, yeah. you really need to know I'm doing a podcast. Podcast on what? I'm like, well, I think it's about like Valerie's actually. <laughs> and he goes, do you know anything about this person? I'm like, not really. Her name is Valerie. <laughs> he goes, well, what if she's like a Nazi sympathizer? I'm like, really? A Nazi sympathizer? That's the first, really, that's like, the that's first where you're going to go? <laughs> He's like, gonna you be need to relax. <laughs> Well, maybe oh you should do a little research. I'm like, Rob, it's just, it's just a podcast. It's what, it's, it's what people do. Yeah. Oh, that is so hilarious. So <laughs> one of my questions to the Valerie's is, do you swear? You don't have to answer that truth. Do me. I swear? Oh my God. <laughs> so you know what I did? I watched Bad Moms with my son when he was five. Oh, that was lovely. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but once you're like, <laughs> Once you're like about 45 minutes into it, you're like, well, let me stop now. I mean, he knows that mommy swears all the time and and the whole way. Mommy, she said another bad word. I'm like, I know. I know. You probably shouldn't be watching this. Oh, so I have been reading the questions out for the Valerie so I could do like a preview segment of it. Mm -hmm. And so she's like do you swear? She like reads it out like with such affliction. And I said, well, yeah, can you just read that out? And she says, of course you swear, mom. That's all you do is swear. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to be so honest about it. Like we're just reading the questions out. Stay with the program. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Guilty. Okay. So what is like one of the things in life that makes you tick, turns you on, switches your buttons? Like what is that? clean preferably but yeah what I don't like is perfect people they're creepy you know perfect people well the people that try to be perfect they freak me out because nobody's perfect so what are you hiding yeah yeah why are you trying to be perfect yeah come clean I like people that just wear their flaws yeah own it you know just own it because everybody has them so Mm -hmm. if you own it then at least the people that come into your life know what they're dealing with and it's Mm -hmm. not going to come as a surprise um and maybe that's because what i do (laughs) just 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 so you know yeah but i'm fun (laughs) and i'm a good friend i cannot tell that you're fun at all like i laughed but i had to like wipe tears out of my eyes i think that's perfect (laughs) So you don't like perfect people, but what do you love? Do you love curling up with a good book? Do you only have one passion? Do you love like a warm dryer full of clothes, good glass of wine? I'm obsessed with um, my nest, Mm -hmm. my house, uh, Mm -hmm. my garden, um, food, making food, growing food. Oh, throwing food? Okay. Mm -hmm. Growing it. yeah, I'm I'm getting to the point in my life where if I would never travel again, 
I think I'd be okay with that. Mm. I, I just want to, I just want to stay close to home. I, we've got lots of lovely lakes around here and great skiing. And, and I just, I, I like having my hands in the dirt. I'm, I'm slightly obsessed with perennials. Uh, I'll, I'll say that I'll own it. It's probably a problem. Um, Nobody well, it's your subject, it yet, though. But, it's your yeah. subject. It's what you're always painting well, it's con- about. It's convenient. It's a write-off. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's like I'm always, I'm always looking for bald spots in my garden. Okay, where can I put a perennial? Mm. Um, and, and, and when I'm stressed, I like to, to buy plants. So um, this year I bought a lot of plants because of all the construction around here. Like I wasn't able to work for a few months because they were, when people build houses in the mountains, they like blast, they dynamite, they, they completely transform the landscape. So, and, and I was also in denial cause we were up here for 10 years and there was no houses at all. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's houses everywhere. Oh, um, that happened to us. Yeah. In our previous home, we moved out there. There was like, 4,000 people. And when we left, there was 15,000 people in 10 years. And people are so friendly. Like my parents live in Hamlet in Ottawa and my dad goes to the grocery store and he doesn't talk to anybody. And then he'll fly into Vancouver, rent a car, drive to Pemberton. And then my dad's first stop is the, the, the wine store. So he'll, before he even gets to my house, he goes to the wine store. Happy hour. And, <laughs> and he'll go to the wine store and then somebody at the Weinster will be like, oh, hey, Lowell, how are you doing? So, Nash and Val must be really excited to see you. And my dad's like, what the fuck? Like, how do they even know my name? Or that, that I'm so like, funny. <laughs> so, so, he has his priorities lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but it, it, it is, it is very different. But no, I mean, as far as um, what, what, what turns my crank, mm-hmm. I guess, would just be people who are real. You know, real is really important because, again, it's just like the perfect people, they're always hiding. There's a mask. There, there's mm. You're not really getting the true the true version. And, of. And don't you find it, too, like the older we get, the more real you just have to be? Like, who cares now? Unapologetically. Yeah. Like, sorry, but this is who I am. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Sometimes, yeah. Like, I think I can say that with the best intentions. I don't want to be like malicious or vindictive, but just, just be real. Just be okay with it. Yeah. And if that means <clears throat> having a pile of laundry or maybe, you know, buying a frozen lasagna or whatever, I love, I also love to go out to dinner. We've got, Mm, the farm town. I love that. Lots of, it's a, it's a foodie area. Um, and I love picking up my son from nature camp Mm. on Friday. And although he doesn't go there anymore because he, uh, he, 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 uh, he fell on a stick. So he was holding a stick he had a stick in his pants and he tripped on a stick and the the stick that he was holding went in his mouth and punctured through his sock and hard palate. Oh, is this what you were talking about on Instagram? Oh, shoot. I couldn't really see like the whole pattern of how that developed, but it was just a fluke accident and it could have been so much worse. It could have been his eye. It could have gone down his throat but it went 
almost into his nose. Like the dentist didn't oh, even understand how he could drink water and it go through his throat rather than up his nose. And how is he now? Because that was pretty recent. He's good. He's good. Um, he doesn't want to go to sleep alone yet. He He's still dealing with some trauma. It was very traumatizing. Well, and there must have been like blood everywhere, right? Because oh, you just bleed so badly. I oh, shoot. Smell it for days. Oh, gross. And I've never really smelled blood that way before, but mm. it, just, it has this smell and it just. Well, it's it a very lingering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he couldn't talk. And there was this thing, this flop hanging down from his. Throat. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm, I'm and he okay, lost I'm... part of his uvula too on top of that. But What? Really? Yeah, the back of his the the tip of his wow. he he uh, he managed to. Uh, Most people don't even ever say that word. Yeah, well, now when when I say cheese with a camera, we say uvula. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're trying to make it light, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uvula. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Who needs a uvula, anyways? <laughs> so, is there any yeah. questions you, as my guest, want to ask me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you told what? me that you are, uh, you're, you work in construction. What do you do in construction? I'm a project manager and a site. Really? You need yeah. a job in Hammerton? Maybe. Sounds <laughs> very Because my attractive. husband's looking for a new project manager for an event uh, rental house, though. <laughs> but oh, hey, project managing that. is project managing. Yeah. Yeah, we have a bit of of an issue out here. There's a staff housing, there's a housing crisis. So with the housing crisis comes along a uh, staffing staffing crisis. But yeah, Um, so project management, huh? So you really are are laying down the law. Yeah, I need timelines. Mm -hmm. I need to know when stuff is happening. I don't need to know exactly when, I just need to know approximately when. Can you give me that? That's like my go-to statement. Yeah, and I work on big sites. So I, um, my claim to fame and my position is I ran a crew of almost 30 people at the airport here in Calgary, and we installed 7,000 signs. Mm. Everything is to do with signs in my world. Okay. So we installed... Like signs for... Everything. Washrooms to big projecting signs to digital displays that say certain airports, shopping centers, malls, directories. Mm. Yeah, big, like where we excavate the ground and pour concrete and building permits and cranes and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. going through a lot of that right now. We just got a huge grant. Uh, They basically redid the whole infrastructure. So they're redoing all of the sidewalks and roads. And with that comes signage and everything. Yeah. And actually, like in Whistler, the company I work for, we did all the new wayfinding program in the entire Whistler campus area, all the walking paths, everything in Whistler. Okay, yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of signs we put in there. That's the kind of projects we do, like big municipalities, hospitals, airports, um, lots of like condo high-rise buildings, like suite numbers, directories, all that kind of stuff. Did you go to school for this? I did. Uh, As what, engineering or? I went for, like I went for project management and specialized, yeah, in construction. You plan on doing it for a while? 
I do. Yeah. It's exactly like, it? like everything about it is me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I come home and I do all kinds of girly things and have like, you know how you were talking about like you have your, your home Valerie and then you have your public Valerie. I really try to do that. I keep like my podcasting and my quilting and everything. It's like my personal life. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to work, I'm very, very business. Mm-hmm. All business. Yeah. Balls yeah, very few people. <laughs> What's that? Balls to the wall. Balls to the walls. Yeah, I say that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, so that's kind of me. And so this little podcasting thing is an outlet for me to be able to tell a story, share a fear, share a win. Maybe so teach. What's your fear? To- my fear? Yeah. Mm, kind of probably like yours where, you know, you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be second guessed. You want to be not feeling defensive about a decision you made. Probably biggest. Yeah. My biggest fear actually is dying. Your fear? You have a fear of dying? Oh, God. That's heavy. Haunts me. Yeah, I know. It's Have you been really like in car accidents or anything? Me. What's that? You ever been in like a car accident or anything where you've like? Well, I had melanoma when I was a little girl. When I was in grade seven, and where? On my back, between my oh. shoulder blades. And if we had waited uh, a month, I would have been dead in six months. And and I think you know at the time it was like 1987. Nobody How really it was grade seven, 1987. And I think I know that because they always lined up together. Plus <laughs> you're like so impressionable at that age. You're like, well, I, mean, I was oblivious to it. I really was oblivious to it. And I think that it started to creep up on me in my teens. And I think that I started to live a little bit more fearlessly because I was always had death at my doorstep in my head, you know? Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, and then I find that lately it's kind of getting, it's going there again, you hmm. know? And and I freak out all the time. I'm at the dermatologist and getting biopsies and, you know, frozen nitrogen because every time I go, I'm like, no, you need to take this out. <laughs> and they're like, well, what's your history? <clears throat> and right, and you know, it's funny too because my husband had open heart surgery. Yeah. And we were both very young when we went through this. and wow, That's huge. Yeah, it was like. But apparently routine. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I hate that statement. Like, how mm. can this be routine? You're sawing his chest open, putting it on bypass. Yeah. But, like, you look at that and you're like, holy shit. Like, we went through this a long, like, a long time ago. And I had to, like, have conversations like, okay, is my daughter going to grow up without a dad? had Mm -hmm. two. And then you think like, and he says to me things like that may not be the only thing I go through. I could still have like cancer of the balls or, you know, get in a major car accident or get cancer. Like that was like one thing. Yeah. It was like freaking major. Like it turned our lives upside down. But like you reflect like everybody I know, I lost like one of my dear friends to cancer recently. Like, like a, it's it's kind of like a fear too being a mom. You're like, I can't die. Like yeah. I am so responsible for so many things for this little person. Yeah. Right. No, it's uh, yeah. 
totally. It's heavy. It's, it's so do you put it out in your, in your painting? Do you like I'm starting that? to, yeah, I'm starting to, because I reached this point, um, of about a couple of months ago. Say that's my 20 year old cat. That's meowing like that. Oh my God. My cat's 18. She does this horrible, like, meow. I think she's losing her hearing. She doesn't realize how loud she meows. No, mine does it, too. Do you know what it is? It's so weird. It's like in the night, it's this, like, ghostly, guttural meow. What the hell? I have the same thing. Sounds like a newborn baby sometimes. Oh. And then it's like, oh, no, he sticks in the holes. He doesn't cry like that anymore. But if you give them a lot of attention, like, I'll tell you something. It's so weird because this has been going on in our house for, like, a year like my husband wants to kill our cat <laughs> but it's not always, funny but it's not it's not funny at it's all. not That's funny not but funny. it's like so funny because it's like what the hell so we always take her camping she's always come camping with us we haul her in her trailer it's ridiculous i know but this last time we went to bc like only a couple weeks ago we had this stupid cat with us her name's tig and she never meowed once the whole time yeah she knew so she was on the shit list (laughs) well it could be that or i think she just knew exactly where we are we were yeah she could see us all the time hear us all the time your cat's 20 hey like takes the only thing that calms her down is my son wow Uh, so she she sleeps next to his head every night yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. but but he's obsessed with her though i mean my son's obsessed with cats What's your cat's name? Uh, well, we call her Mimi, but her mm-hmm. real name is Mishka. Oh, okay. So similar. Yeah. In the same vein. She was, a, she was SPCA. Uh, oh, mine too. I bought in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, was she, I, what does she look Jimbo like? Calico? Because, uh, no, she's a tuxedo. But she, she's like a midget. She's tiny, tiny, tiny. Mine too. She was like six pounds. She's so yeah. small. Yeah, yeah. She's like six and a half pounds. So everybody thinks that she's like a kitten. It's a little I'm kitty. Like, no, she's old. Yeah, yeah. No, she's still grown. Don't get too close. Uh-huh. Wow, neat. But she's so needy. Oh, yeah. She makes it seem like when people walk into the house, she makes it seem like we, she's totally neglected. <laughs> they're so dramatic. She jumps on people's chest and just goes right up to their neck and just da, 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 da. And it's like I actually do love my cat <laughs> and I pay attention to my cat. I know it's don't, like don't so believe this. Right? She's making yeah. it seem like I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> don't fall for her tricks. <laughs> exactly. Right? She's got it dialed in 20 years in the making. <laughs> I know, hey? And has she always been with you for 20 years? Yeah, yeah. It was just wow. her. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I moved to Montreal and then, well, no, I bought uh, I bought a, a fan, fan-tailed pigeon. Uh, oh, you like birds? No, like, I, I, I... Not like birds. I don't. Uh, I, I thought I did and I was lonely. <laughs> so, I thought I did, but I was I totally mistaken. Shop. And I saw this beautiful white bird, and I'm like, "Oh, that would be perfect for me." Mm-hmm. So I bring the 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 fan tailed dove. It's like one of those birds that at weddings you release. In the I air. totally they're, know exactly what you're talking about. They've got like an internal uh, GPS system, so they always go mm-hmm. back to like where they. Yeah, are. they're honing birds. 
Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was, I was, uh, in my twenties and single and, and they living. Have a long time. They do. And I was living like in not such a great place in Montreal, basically on top of a, a taxi stand, you know, where the actual taxis oh would go. My in God. That's and, so and, weird. and this, this bird would go like the sound. It sounded like I was just in bed making love. <laughs> like all night long i'm like i can't i can't have this bird anymore like it doesn't shut up it just keeps doing the sound that makes it sound like like i'm a prostitute like i can't do this <laughs> and and i don't believe in like adopting animals and then giving them away mm-hmm. but i kind of had to so i my, my mom's friend was in a better area of montreal and she really wanted the bird and i'm like okay you got to take this bird because this isn't going to end well for me. Mm. You know, I think people have the wrong idea of me. <laughs> that is so funny. And I like a taxi sound of all things. Oh, yeah. You know, just in and out. like, just, And and not a, not a shit hot area of Montreal either. I mean, I basically never lived in great areas of Montreal because I didn't have a lot of money. And it's not like Montreal was super expensive either. It wasn't. I mean, I never paid $300 a month. But yeah, That's so then after, after, and, and his name is Forrest. So Forrest the bird. <laughs> Forrest. <laughs> uh, I, I did, uh, I, I, I uh, found a new home for Forrest. And then I was like, no, I'm still lonely. I still need a companion. So I went to the SPCA and um, I found Mimi who was, uh, had one paw in her kitty litter and one paw in her water bowl and her head was crooked. And she, I was like, that's my cat. If she can have fun in a pile of shit, that's my cat. Right. I'm like in. She, she's, she's happy. She's, she's good. Like that's mine. <laughs> so I got Mimi and then it was just Mimi and I for a long time. So you took her everywhere. Every, oh, you know what I used to, t- when we moved out here, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you could take cats on WestJet. Yeah, yeah, in your lap. I went to go see my parents. I take Mimi with me and not like in the cargo area. Yeah, yeah, on your, by lap. your feet. Right. Yeah. So she's been on more airplanes than most people. So when, when, uh, when we were just about to start this call, my mm-hmm. husband was a little bit late coming home and my son has really taken to uh, painting. I so, saw that. And he's amazing. He's he's really good. And and he's he he, he thinks well, he, he knows a lot because mm-hmm. he hears me talking and anyway, so I was like, okay, I need to go upstairs to take this call. And he's like, Okay, that's fine. I'm just gonna get a bunch of canvases and I'll get daddy set up. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So uh, he got Rob's station uh, all set up for painting. And stuff. That is so cute. And, and, and I, that's part of the reason why I called my mom, uh, not only just to talk about the Valerie stuff, but I'm like, this is so weird. I feel like I'm in some kind of weird alternate universe because <laughs> I just left my studio and Cash is down there teaching my husband, Rob, how to paint. And I'm usually down there by myself. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, like, why is... Yeah, it's like role <laughs> reversal. Yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> so they just came up and Cash just brought up all his his artwork. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six paintings that he just brought upstairs that they've been making while, while we've been chatting. Oh. Like, what do you do with all this stuff? 
Well, you know, he says, and he's really rational about it. So my husband is business and I'm artistic. And I think my son has both of it. Um, so my, my son says, mama, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fill my walls with my paintings until my walls are full. And then I'm going to start selling them. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to sell this one for $50. What do you think, mama? I'm like, let's just take a good idea. <laughs> You could have like a little, like I see your hashtag mini me. You yeah. have like a little mini me VB page. Your well, I do. Page. I do have an Instagram account for him that I started a couple years ago and it's called Cashy under slash bear. I think uh, I, I need to, I, I don't remember exactly what it is. And then I, c- I kind of stopped doing it because I didn't really, you know, kids and social media. I never put a uh, It's I know. And, it's hard. And I, like, but even... I felt bad. It was the opposite because because I didn't put his face. He was starting to get a lot of followers, and I'm like, do people think this is like an adult? Hmm. Like people were really liking his work, and they had no idea that this was a four year old child. Right. And I'm like that. That. That feels deceiving to me, and I don't want to mock people. Mm-hmm. Yes, children are are great artists, and Picasso did have it right. You know every child is an artist the trick is just staying that way um so i'm certainly not in the business of mocking anybody for appreciating a child's artwork i look at my son's work as a source of inspiration right but will everybody take it that way probably not but now that he's almost seven and he's got a vocabulary uh, more so than most adults at this point i'm like you Mm -hmm. know maybe we can i'll 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 entertain the concept and he's pushing it too. Mama, mama, post it. <laughs> oh yeah, London too. Mom, is that gonna go viral? I only wish. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> well, Valerie, do you have any other questions? Well, it'd be nice to meet you one day in person. Be nice to meet you. In Oliver. And <laughs> Oliver, we can meet up at Silver Stage and be like, so we That'd have be crazy. Like, we have an appointment here. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting my friend, her name is Valerie. That'd be so it's fun. funny too because I'll bring my um, <laughs> well thank you well hey it was such a pleasure to talk to you and uh, what I'll do is <laughs> I know Valerie I'm thank you and like kind of really nervous like don't be nervous I, I might pee my pants or something I don't know don't pee your pants but you can swear a little it's fine <laughs> It's fine. I already know that about you, my Libra friend. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. This is my first experience doing this. So uh, thanks for guiding me through it. Yes. I will send it all to you. Thank you, Valerie. Well, thank you, Valerie. I really appreciate everything. And I hope you have a fantastic evening. You too. Bye now. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening today. And the final part of my interview with Valerie Butters. She's a total riot and a genuine person. She has a great name. And um, yeah, give her a follow on Instagram. Buy one of her paintings. They're incredible. And just enjoy her banter. It's worth the visit. Thank you. Follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook group, Valerie's Variety Pod. Instagram, I'm at Valerie J. Moss. You can follow me on my website at ValerieMoss.ca.
email or text me also to my email address, Valerie at ValerieMoss.ca and share your goals for 2020 with me. I also have new show music, which I love. It's called Girl and it's by Text Me Records, Leviathan. Intro is recorded by London Moss and the cover art in production is by me, Valerie Moss. Thanks for listening. Eat, read,